Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lanier. Do you think you need to do more in order to have the success and life you want? Do you believe that once you've accomplished something, you won't have to worry about it anymore? And what if the lasting freedom and power you're wanting isn't on the other side of some big goal? You're about to hear an excerpt from a group coaching call where we challenge the idea that freedom and power are the result of doing more, more, and even more. You'll also find out why we thought it was a great idea to buy a goat. Over the last decade of coaching, I've helped and watched people create some amazing things in their lives. In fact, that's what average coaches do. They'll help you identify something that's missing and then crack the whip so you'll get to work and make it happen. But here's what I believe is even more powerful. I believe most of us are stressing and striving to create something because we really want to avoid something else. Most of the time, this undesirable thing we're wanting to avoid only lives in our minds. For example, one day when I've got enough money, I won't have to worry about not being successful. One day when I've reached a certain level of success, I won't have to worry about what others think of me. One day when I'm fit, I won't have to worry about the way I look. One day, it'll be safe for me to stop hiding who I really am and just do what I want to do. It doesn't matter to the guy's net worth. Many times this high ambition and drive is really there to escape some fear or limiting belief he has between the years. And that's much different than creating what has him feel most alive. It's a distraction from doing what he was put on this earth to do. Michelangelo said this about one of his statues. He said, I saw the angel in the marble and carved until I set him free. In other words, the freedom wasn't a product of adding more or striving for more. Freedom came from removing what wasn't essential. Many guys I talk to are wanting a big positive change in their lives, but they're afraid that hiring a coach will mean they'll have to do even more striving and more efforting. They're already full. They think that creating what they want will be an additive process. But in my experience, the most powerful, lasting, and rewarding changes come when we recognize the stuff that's holding us back 
and find creative ways to let it go. Back in December, close to Christmas, I asked one of my coaching groups to identify the things they're running away from in their lives. I asked them, if you weren't afraid and you could magically make this thing disappear, what would you let go? Even though these men were all different professionally speaking, their lists were very similar. Have a listen, play along. We had a lot of fun doing this, and it's a powerful reminder that we're much closer to what we truly want than we may currently believe. Before we start, this recording comes from our video conference, so the audio quality may be a little sketchy at times. Here we go. I was doing this exercise this morning, feeling into this place where I'm holding back instead of stepping in and having that firmness of like, this is what I believe in. It's, it's almost like, what would I let go of if I wasn't afraid? And it's not so much like, what do I need to strive for and like effort and push and that kind of thing, but just almost like, fuck, I get rid of this thing. I gain so much more energy. I gain so much more time. I gain so much more of my own mental power, emotional power. I wanted to bring that question in today of what's the thing, just in, even we're just playing a magical world here, but there's a thing that we're doing that we tell ourselves we've got to do. We probably are, we've created a world to support that belief. We've created a world that we're surrounding ourselves by people that believe the same shit. So it's, we're all thinking the same thing. But in this group, I want to elevate that. I want to, I want to start to poke holes in that and start to see that thing that you would let go of if you weren't afraid. Maybe it's, I would let go worrying about the future. I'd let go worrying about money. I'd let go of worrying about what other people think about me. I'd let go of feeling like I need to take care of this and this and that and that. There's something in there. When I stand by what I believe, I let go of things that just don't serve me anymore. There's a freedom that, that shows up. I don't need these other things to be in place for me to do what I believe in. What are, what are some things as I, as I play with the, that stuff and throw it out there? That was some of the stuff on my list. What would you let go of next year? Um, I would let go of... Uh... Getting it right, I would let go of, <laughs> I would let go of there's this magic number that I need to have in the bank to like start having kids and stuff. I would get rid of uh, the measuring stick just all together. Yeah. That encompasses a lot. I mean, I'm probably in that mind frame. 75% of the day. So if I could get rid of those, it would lighten a lot up. Getting it right, having some magic financial number to get to before you can do what you really want to be doing. Some kind of measuring stick. There's, it just, I feel this stress, like there's always this place you're striving towards and you let go of needing to strive towards anything. Mm -hmm. Be humongous. That would be humongous. <laughs> that's the humongous list right <laughs> just think about the energy that comes back like when you're not it doesn't mean that i don't hear anybody's like i'm just i go just fucking gain 200 pounds and get diabetes and you know <laughs> waste away on the beach or something there's still this we 
still do our thing. But that was for me. It was like, I would still coach. I would still do what I love to do. But I'd let go of this other shit. So mm-hmm. thanks. Who's next? Who's got something to let go of? For me, it'd be uh, letting go of thinking I need to have it all together before I can help more people. Or I guess acting like I have it all together. Mm-hmm. Let go of, I guess, the always, not always, but the big thought that pops up a lot is, am I able to help people or am I capable of helping people or do I have what it takes to be a successful coach? And definitely a measuring stick um, and definitely just throw away, quit worrying about what people think about me so much. Let go of having it all together before being able to help others. Right, that thing that you, somehow you're going to cross some line and then you're going to be able to help other people. You said even just worrying about am I able, that doubt, am I able to help others? Worrying about finances, student loans, letting go of this measuring stick, comparing yourself to others, worrying about what others think. This is where you would show up most powerfully. What would you let go of? Limiting myself at times of being generous because of financial concerns. Mm-hmm. I, I love just giving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm thinking, yeah, but I have to be careful because otherwise I'm the, the one left with nothing and then what? The other thing is letting go of people and things that drag me down, that limit my whatever I think contagious enthusiasm and who make me doubt or just tie me with something that I... I can't just be the best of myself. And then the last one is making a move even when I fear I'm not totally ready. It's kind of when I fear I'm ready, okay, that's good enough, then move instead of waiting for whatever. Mm-hmm. To have the 100% fail-safe version where I get tripped nevertheless because there was one other thing that I didn't consider. There will always be something. Mm-hmm. It's it, actually it's about being more playful when making a move, inventing on the way what's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Limiting your generosity, that's painful, right? Like, oh, well, I won't give. Like, I get it. Like, there's a thing, like, I can't give this idea, and whether it's finances or whatever, but anywhere where we place that thing where we can't, we feel like we can't be generous. Yeah. No, it's, it's very tangible, you know, especially Christmas. Every, every Christmas, I, I buy a goat for some family. You buy a goat? A goat. It's an amazing program. You can buy a goat for someone, in, I don't know, in the desert and okay. it changes their whole structure. I'd be kind of pissed if you bought me a goat. I'd be like, man, what the <laughs> fuck am I going to do with this thing? Who's <laughs> <laughs> fucking eating my laundry? Yeah. <laughs> but then, then this year, I said, well, shoot, I, I paid back a good portion of my, my daughter's student loan. I'm really quite strapped so should i do it still and i think yeah yes i do you buy a goat how much does a goat cost oh it's 150 bucks oh wow it's, it's not a tremendous how about we buy a goat as a group yeah it's, it's, it's buy two I goats think. as a group yeah where are we gonna keep it <laughs> we'll keep it at your house uh, okay yeah it's no, we'll, buy, we'll buy a group we'll buy a goat for another family oh yeah let's do it yeah but it's it's a besides all the the fun that it lends itself to but it's it's something to to really create financial independence and more self-sufficiency for for people in certain areas of the world because they get they can sell the, the milk and whatnot so did you just see what happened did you just see what happened yeah. 
What happened? It slipped me. So what happened was you, you were specific about how you like to be generous. Uh-huh. You talked about the goat. We got excited. I got excited. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you said that you kind of talked about a little bit what the goat was. Well, if you're not going to buy one on your own, I want to buy it with you. I'll go in on it with you. So maybe you don't want to pay the whole 150. No problem. Uh-huh. And then Johnston was like, let's buy two goats. <laughs> so you went from like, should I buy one goat to suddenly you have an opportunity to have two fucking goats for less than the price than it costs you to have one. Yeah. Can you scale that? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. If there's something I want to do in the world, is it all up to me? Is the burden all on me? Or is there, who would like to help me buy a goat? But the point is, is like, if you, your generosity can take on other forms, you can be a leader. That's what I want you to see is where you're serving us and you're helping us find ways to help other people. You've suddenly scaled the impact that you're able to have. That's powerful. It is very much. Yeah. I I completely, it slipped me and it's, it's so obvious now. Yeah. Lead us. Goats were not on my mind at all today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Make it easy for us to, to contribute. Yeah. What would you let go of? Oh, man. I'd let go of uh, self-judgment. I'd let go of caring what other people think. The perfectionism. I'd let go of, um, man, yeah, like obsessing over the future and, and, then, and then what that brings with it, which is like money fear and all that, like obsession over money. I let go of doubting my own uh, inner kind of authority and listening to things outside of me more than myself. I would let go of um, trying to be a successful person. I would let go of um, stop letting the money in my bank account limit what's possible for my creativity. I let go of uh, hiding how, how I really am. That's a, that's a good start. Good news, all, all that shit's in between your ears. Yeah, that's good, huh? Self-judgment, what others are thinking about you, perfectionism, worrying about the future, worrying about money, doubting yourself, trying to be a successful person, having your bank account limit what's possible, hiding who you are. Something that feels good. Yeah, look at him. He's got some color. He's smiling. He's going to buy a goat today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. What would you let go of? What other people think of me. Um, Limiting who I am. I really like that. Self-judgment. That's a big, big one. Um, And how do I compare to others? Getting it right. That really, I I really like that one. Um, The other one that I had was what others think I should do. Or another step to that is what I think others think I should do thinking I need to have it all together before I can help others. I really like that as well. You don't have to come into this group and worry about what we think. You don't have to come in here and worry about how you compare. You don't have to worry about getting it right in here. You don't have to worry about what we think you should do. None of our business. You don't have to worry about having it all together before you can help other people. 
So I wanted you to see that this is an incubator. This is a place where you get to practice what it's like to live in that way. For each one of you, there's a list here. Go back, listen to the recording, find what those things are. And just even if if it seems like too much of a stretch to imagine living into this out in the world in 2016, at least see this group as a place for you to practice that. You have permission from each of us. Like there's, there's no way that you're supposed to be or should be. Like you get to just show up. We're going to give you feedback. There's no expectation. There's no agreement here that says you have to be a per- certain person. My preference is that I want the best version of you. I want the fullest version of you, even if there are the doubts. So you get to practice this. It takes, pr- it's all it is, is practice. It's like, what would I do? If I wasn't worried about what others think, what would I do? How would I serve if I wasn't worried about having it all together first? Like you get to practice that here. There's no place to strive to. Do we want to learn? Sure. Do we want to grow? Sure. But there's no, it's not that striving. One day I'll be enough thing. It's already here. It's just about chipping away the other shit. It's already here. Very powerful. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. (laughs) if these interviews are helping you then please visit the new man on itunes and leave us a positive review so others can discover the show more easily thanks for listening